0: Good morning, listeners. There are some deep teachings in today's readings, so we're going to just take them on as they come. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To pray with me, let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to Aunt Pearl, who's in heaven, and Ronnie, who's celebrating her birthday. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Gaze up to heaven, clasp your hands together, and pray with me. Father, I praise you as a sovereign God who always keeps his word and who is the author of my restoration. Just as you crafted my wilderness experience, you are now creating the newness which brings me into another season of my life, a time of joy, a time of enlarged territory, and God-directed purpose. Not only are you showing me your plans for my life, but you are blessing me with the desires of my heart. Your word says, Seek first the Kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all other things shall be added to you. As I strive to be obedient and keep you first, I experience joy as you fulfill my wants and my needs restoration is visible evidence that trouble does not have an expiration date new things will spring forth from you all situations both positive and negative have an appointed time and joy does come in the morning yes lord as you bless me to enter into this new season I thank you for the existence of my wilderness lessons. I did not enjoy the circumstances, but I know that I am stronger. I possess the testimony to know what it means to wait on the Lord. I can say it is true that you do provide strength. You do provide encouragement and you do provide reassurance. Father, my heart is filled with the joy of believing in you, knowing you, depending on you, waiting for you, resting in you, and loving you. Learning to keep you first in my life gives me spiritual focus, I know as I encounter situations throughout my day that you are with me. I realize moving out of my wilderness season into restoration requires a closer walk with you. Please do not allow me to fall into the trap of independent thinking. Please help me to remember my life, my hope, and my future is still in your hands. Let me rejoice and be glad that I am not alone. I praise you for your plan for my life, the privilege of a new season with you, your love that keeps me, your thoughts of peace and goodness toward me. And most importantly, the joy of restoration. In the name of Jesus, I give you glory, honor, and praise. Amen. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 18 says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Amen. John 15, verse 5 I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Amen. What a beautiful way to start this day. What a beautiful prayer in every way stay right there be right back today is going to be a doozy (music) heavenly father i call on you right now in a special way It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power, Father. I ask you now to touch me with that same power, for if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit Cast out anything that should not be in me, mend what is broken, root out any unproductive cells, open any blocked arteries or veins, and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas, so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body and spirit, so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now from praying the names of Jesus, John chapter 1, verses 1 to 4. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning, through him all things were made, without him nothing was made that has been made, in him was life, and that life was the light of all people. Praise God for his all-powerful Word. Offer thanks for Christ's Word to you. Confess any lack of faith in the Word of God, and ask God to increase your love of Scripture Human words can be beautiful. They can also be deceptive, treacherous, and empty. We can talk a blue streak without saying a single thing. By contrast, God's word is living and active, sharper than any double edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. God's word has the power not just to communicate his purpose, but to accomplish whatever he intends. It never returns to him empty. When God speaks, things happen. Read the first page of Genesis if you doubt it. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place, and let the dry ground appear. And so it was. And God said, let the land produce vegetation. And so it was. The world was created by God speaking it into existence. Jesus, the Word of God, the second person of the Trinity, was thus present at the world's beginning. But the perfect world that God created was soon corrupted through sin. Jesus came to earth to recreate the world, restoring it to God's original purpose. Miracles happened when he spoke. Storms ceased. The lame walked. People were delivered from demons and the dead were raised. These were signs that a world deformed by sin was being reshaped by God's all-powerful word. Let's listen to the record of the Gospels Jesus said to the waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. Jesus said to the paralytic, get up, take your mat and go home. And the man got up and went home. Jesus rebuked the evil spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said. I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. The spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently, and came out. Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out. Listeners, Jesus is still speaking Still reshaping the world one person at a time. And as his followers, we need to study and pray over his words. We need to listen carefully and expectantly for his voice. We need to meditate daily. May God's Spirit nourish your mind and heart as you listen for the voice of the Lord. Amen. Stay right there. Coming back with more. Please listen carefully to every passage. I really feel a stronghold. Faith expects from God what is beyond all expectation. Romans 8, 28. All things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. As long as we maintain our dependence on God, he is able to take all the evils that befall us and weave them into his master plan. Our omnipotent God can make even the wrath of man to praise him. He can take away sins. He can take away any evil and any calamity, no matter where it originated. And he can make it work together for good to those who love God. Amen. Mm -hmm. That was God's promises day by day. And now God's way day by day. God is bigger than any problem. Hebrews 12, verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. You are a work in progress, listeners. Listeners. God is molding and fashioning you into a person with whom he wants to live forever. Because of this, you have the hope that you are not going to be the same person tomorrow that you are today. If you are opening your life to God's love and you desire to have God's love work in you and through you, then you are going to be more like Christ tomorrow than you are right now. Next week, you will be even more like Christ. Next year, you will be even more like him, and so on. There's always more for you to be. There's always more inner work that the Holy Spirit desires to do in you. Amen. And commanding your morning, a daily devotional. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 39. We are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls. Listeners, you will obtain a tenacity of spirit when you stay vigilantly and relentlessly focused on seeking God in prayer. Look intently to the matters that God has exposed in the realm of the spirit. Pray with force and perseverance. Once your focus is locked, the intensity of prayer should escalate until it dismantles the illegal movements of the satanic kingdom. The term vigilant connotes a stare or gaze that defies anything to move out of timing or order. It is a privilege to move with this kind of intensity in undistracted and undeterred prayer. Pray with me. In the name of Jesus, I declare that I pray with vigilance I do not move out of the timing of God, and my prayers are hindered and undistracted because of the power of the blood of Jesus. My prayers are unhindered and undistracted. I seek you relentlessly, open my eyes and ears to experience supernatural and miraculous realms. I break through that which is insurmountable and impenetrable into the realm of the miraculous. I decree and declare that I am not lukewarm, but I have a tenacious spirit as a kingdom warrior. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And God's purpose for your life Colossians, chapter 3, verse 13. Forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you. There are many people in your life who can immediately make your blood boil. At the mention of their name, you become tense. Perhaps it's someone who hurt you or cast you aside treating you unfairly, or maybe it's someone who's given you so much grief throughout your life that you just can't take it anymore. When other people wound us, bitterness can creep into our hearts and create a stronghold. We are admonished to forgive those who injured us, but far too often we ignore this wisdom Instead, we either strike out at them directly or undermine them in the eyes of others, seeking ways to wound them as they did us. But this doesn't actually achieve anything positive at all and certainly not justice for you. As long as you hold on to the hurt, you will continue to sink into the mirror of pain Self pity and bondage. Stop that immediately. Yes, it's good and it's right to have boundaries with those who are abusive, and you should. But stop trying to get retribution by holding on to your anger. Instead, forgive. Let go of the bitterness and give your wounds a chance to heal. Jesus, help me to let go and forgive fully. I need you to heal me. I need you to rebuild my identity and give me grace for those who hurt me. Amen. Let's ponder on that. Let's let go of all bitterness. By the time I come back. (laughs) And oh boy. Trusting God day by day gives us a good task to end this podcast on today. Quoting from Romans chapter 15, verse 2, let each one of us make it a practice to please and make happy his neighbor for his good and for his true welfare, to edify him, to strengthen him, and to build him up spiritually. The Bible teaches that if we are strong in faith, we ought to bear with the faults of the weak and live to please others. Each of us should make it a practice to please and make our neighbors happy for their good, to edify, to strengthen, and to build them up. Well, this is wonderful advice. But we tend to do the opposite far too often. We want others to live to make us happy and do what pleases us. The result is that no matter what people do, we never are happy or satisfied. If you're honest with yourself, you will bring face to face where you stand regarding loving other people. How much do you do for others? Are you trying to find out what people want and need so that you can help them? Are you sincerely trying to know the people in your life in a genuine way? How much do you really even know the people in your own family? You're going to be appalled at the level of selfishness that is in your life, even if you've been a Christian for many years. The truth is going to show as to why you're still unhappy and unfulfilled, even though you have every reason to be happy. The bottom line is that selfish and self-centeredness needs to change. And these changes do not come easily or quickly, but if you press on daily, You will make progress and you're guaranteed to be happier much more of the time. So trust in him. Trust God enough to deposit yourself with him. And trust him to meet all your needs. While you're busy. Meeting the needs of others. Oh boy. Woo, he said it, he placed it on us. So apparently we are going to feel happier when we are helping to meet the needs of others. Oh, so much on our chest so much so much but god meets all of our needs so therefore what else are we here to do lots to think about but lots 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 to be happy about god bless you on your journey today Come back tomorrow. Pray with me again. Bye for now.